At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We've never really taken your temperature on Field of Dreams. So Craig Terrible Cal- movie. Unwatchable. Horrible. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Yes! It's an unwatchable I'm piece so, of trash. So Anyone that yeah, burns. If anyone says it's a watchable movie, they're an idiot. It's horrid. It's not a good movie. <laughs> it's a bad movie. A very bad movie. Chalk filled with terrible performances, lazy filmmaking because they didn't. You could have just put Ray Liotta in a backwards uniform and just flipped the camera, and you could have hit left-handed like Shoeless Joe. Instead, I got a right-handed Shoeless Joe. A terribly active movie everywhere. Also, he can play catch with his dad. You ever played catch with your dad? It's terrible. <laughs> this is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe Giglio, Cody Decker. Yes, that was Cody last week on 670 The Score in Chicago. Just destroying the movie Field of Dreams. I mean, just, I mean, I still, I mean, I know yesterday you explained to us how you felt. I, I still can't believe this is the reality of my co-host this week that doesn't like the movie Field of Dreams. So we thought, you know what, we have we have some time here. Seth Kalina is going to join us about 20 minutes, pro football focus, to talk some college football. We'll get to our lightning bet for tonight, and uh, we'll get the BetQL model play of the day from uh, Reed Wallach. But let's. Let's dive into this. So we know how you feel about Field of Dreams. How about some other baseball movies? We're going to do a little baseball movie review here with Cody Decker. I'll throw some at you, and and we'll see if uh, I can rank them. I can try to guess how you'd rank them. But, Cody, let's see. So you you hate Field of Dreams. Where are you in the Sandlot? Do you hate the Sandlot, too? Okay, here's the thing. Now, I'm going to preface this. I don't hate the Sandlot. I don't like the Sandlot, either. The Sandlot is not a good movie. Now, there is something that The Sandlot succeeds that Field of Dreams just fails miserably and that it does play on the nostalgia card and it does it really well. So to me, The Sandlot's actually a very enjoyable movie to watch until you start really breaking it down. It really doesn't have much to offer at all, but it's an enjoyable movie to watch because it does give you that sense of feeling that baseball is timeless and it has a timeless feel to it and it does work where Field of Dreams tries to pretend it's timeless, tries to pretend that baseball is magical, and it, it's not. It, it, it's baseball, and this is you're all putting together the worst performances of your careers. 
Here's the problem. Why are you breaking down these movies from a cinematic perspective? They're baseball movies, right? Like, I don't care about Kevin Costner playing catch with his dad. I play catch with my dad sucked. Well, listen, forget Kevin Costner for a second. I feel like you say if you're breaking Sandlot down from a, a cinematic perspective, who cares? It's the Sandlot. What are you? It's expecting? fine. Scorsese. No, my issue with the movies. Right. Say no. My issue with the Sandlot is people. There are amazing baseball movies, incredible baseball movies, and my issue with the Sandlot is because people lump Sandlot with better movies. There's a John Mulaney joke about this, but it's not about the Sandlot. But I'm going to use it as as a, as an example. He hates the movie Scarface, which is a bad movie, also. But he hates that people, it's not that he hates Scarface, he hates that Scarface is lumped in with good movies. So the joke, and this is how I feel about The Sandlot, oh, my favorite movies are movies like Goodfellas and Scarface. Yeah, well, that, what are the odds? My favorite meals are lobster and Skittles. So you say they don't belong in the same category, even though they're they just both- just don't. Yeah, both they're food, both. But- they both involve baseball, but they're just not the same caliber of movie, plain and simple, that's all. So then give us one. Do you actually like any baseball movies? What do you like? Give us a movie that fits the Cody Decker. It's good to the game. It's good cinematically. What What's the movie? What do you like? It doesn't just fit cinematically. It fits in the exact area of both those movies, The Sandlot and Field of Dreams. And it's the only one that I think works in every single level. And that is The Natural. Barry Levinson's work in that movie is staggeringly good. Glenn Close gives her first Oscar-nominated performance in that movie. The entire movie was shot in Magic Hour. Do you know how hard it is to shoot in Magic Hour? You have like six minutes a day of Magic Hour, and they shot most of the movie in it. It's a beautifully shot movie, incredibly well-acted movie. Robert Redford gives arguably one of his best performances, and by the way, Robert Redford never played a character up to that point that had that was ever vulnerable. This was the first time you saw Robert Redford not as a superhero. This was a terrific movie, and if anyone has a problem with the ending when he hits the ball in the lights, there's something wrong with you. All right, finally, we agree. The Natural is an excellent movie. I agree. I mean, that cast is over. It's it's, it's overwhelming. Like, just think mm-hmm. like, close you mentioned, Redford, the performance he had. Uh, obviously, you throw Wilford Brimley in there. You throw Robert Duvall. Oh, in there. Like, he got so me. great. I, I will watch The Natural at any point. All right, so we agree on The Natural here. How, how about a couple that are, are kind of cult classics? Major League and Bull Durham. Your feelings on those. I think they're both outstanding baseball movies. That I have an ever-changing top five list. And okay. those ones just constantly move around in the top five. Based on my mood. Major League, uh, Bull Durham, those are just two terrific baseball movies. Terrific. From start to finish. Bull Durham, I'd actually argue to say, is most the most realistic when i say most realistic there are obvious things that are completely ridiculous no players are having are are having sex in the clubhouse before their first professional start that has never taken place to my knowledge at least completely that's just ridiculous but the other little nuances and the travel and how minor leagues the lower level of minor leagues are it's actually a fairly accurate movie and i love it it's hilarious it's quirky it's uh charming baseball movies just need to have a little charm that's all they need for sure. Let me ask this because I, I heard last week, um, Field of Dreams, but we could we could expand this to other baseball movies. I heard last week that Aaron Boone, the Yankees manager, offered to screen, like have a, a thing where the Yankees could watch Field of Dreams before they went and played the game. Because a, a lot of the Yankees players, which is understandable, they're younger, right? These guys are in their mm-hmm. early 20s. They've never seen Field of Dreams. And so he, he was like, if you guys want to see it, we'll watch it together. Only three players or, or less than five is what I read 
said they wanted to come watch it. So then that might be their perspective on Field of Dreams. Maybe they feel the same as you, that it stinks. Or maybe they're just not into it. Like, did baseball, do baseball players watch baseball movies? Like, did, did, Not like, really. Not really. No, when we were kids, we did. I think we all grew up around it. We grew up watching a bunch of sports movies. I take just as much inspiration from other sports movies as I did baseball movies. But, you know, we just, we've talked so much about head coaches and managers today, and you brought up Wilford Brimley. You know, like, I appreciate the good head coach that really, because I see a lot of head coaches. Wilford Brimley, I've played for three guys like Wilford Brimley. One guy that comes to mind immediately, John Gibbons, former manager of the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. He was my double-A manager in San Antonio. He couldn't be more pops fit sure if you tried the only difference is you don't understand a word john gibbons says because he at the time he didn't have teeth um but outside of that like you look over at a league of their own which is another baseball movie that i have a very very heavy fondness for that also plays nostalgia really well great performances a different perspective also tom hanks gives the most accurate portrayal of a professional manager that i've ever seen i have played for so many alcoholic managers like that it's absurd Quickly here, I got some John Gibbons trivia for you. I wonder if you knew this. 1980 MLB draft, first round. Three straight picks, number 22, number 23, number 24. Number 24 was John Gibbons. The Mets selected John Gibbons with the 24th overall pick. Number 22, excuse me, number 23 right ahead of him, Billy Bean. The Billy, the Billy Bean. Number 22 ahead of them, a uh, future manager by the name of Terry Francona. Francona, Bean, John Gibbons, back to back to back. That's that's those, pretty good. Those, that's uh that's a three-headed monster right there that has affected the game in a very drastic way for years to come. Yeah, I mean those guys are I mean, two are legends. They're probably gonna end up in the Hall of Fame, both of them. And then obviously John Gibbons is your guy. Let me throw Moneyball at you. Moneyball, I I know a lot of people didn't like the movie Moneyball. I enjoyed the book. I enjoyed the movie. Like, all right, let me give you the perspective on Moneyball that people always say to me. That the story doesn't really fit what really happened because it, it it leaves out that they had Hudson and Mulder and Zito. But you know what? Like, obviously they had some good players. That's obvious. But the story is how they built the team around those players with almost no salary in a stadium that was terrible. Like, I like Moneyball. I, I watch it when it comes on. I thought Brad Pitt did a good job portraying Billy Bean. And I thought Philip Seymour Hoffman as Art Howe was perfect. I thought he was perfect as Art Howe, like this grumpy manager who doesn't want this new wave of the way we're going to manage the game to come into his his office and his lineup card. I thought it was a good movie. I love the movie. Aaron Sorkin, great, great, great script. Um, also, on top of that, you know, like it's a charming movie and it gives a different perspective. Yes, I was also annoyed with the idea and the fact that they completely ignored the superstars that were on that team. The only one they even. Yeah. <laughs> But they, they they did acknowledge, remotely acknowledge that, like, Castro was on the team. But that was pretty much it. Miguel Tejada was on that team. Eric Burns was on that team. Eric and Chavez course, playing third base. Eric Chavez was on that team. It was just, the, the team was chock-filled with MVPs and stars. Yeah, they lost two of their biggest stars. But they also had the three, they had the best pitching staff in Major League Baseball. They had three perennial uh, Cy Young candidates right there, just battling each other for the award. So, yeah, I have gripes with that. But as a film... It's a wonderful film. It's a well-put-together film. Brad Pitt was great. Every performance is good, and it's funny as hell because Aaron Sorkin writes like Aaron Sorkin. I, I love any any writer that's able to write their ideal world, and Aaron Sorkin's ideal world is everyone speaks in beautiful monologue. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And now I feel like after seeing that movie, every time you read about or hear about some sort of assistant GM analytics guy, don't you, you have to picture Jonah Hill. Like Jonah Hill became, he, he, like that's who people picture now when they think of like, front office people and analytics. And uh, th- he was portraying Paul D. Podesta, who's gone into a heck of a career, Blue Jays, Mets, and now he's with the, the Cleveland Browns. Like, that's Jonah Hill. I-, I still think it's Jonah Hill when I see Paul D. Podesta. I'm like, that's not really that guy. You know, I actually have a dark horse movie that is never talked about, and it upsets me. What is it? Tom Selleck's Mr. Baseball is one of the best baseball movies ever made. And it's incredibly accurate. Incredibly accurate. I like that movie. And you know what? That is one. If you ever notice MLB Network, once we get to like the kind of the dog days of the offseason, like once the hot stove cools down, I know the hot stove is different now. It does kind of bleed throughout the whole offseason. But like once you get to like January, right? January, February, before spring training starts, MLB Network at like nine o'clock each night. Like, what are they going to put on? Like, there's, they can't do a daily thing all day. Like, there's not enough to talk about. They'll just put baseball movies on at like nine o'clock Eastern time on MLB Network. I'm telling you, I must have watched Mr. Baseball like 20 times over the last three or four years. It's always on. Like Mr. Baseball is always on. That's a good movie. Is there an actor that has a better swing than Tom Selleck? Because I can't find him. I think that guy is arguably the best baseball player of every acting baseball player who ever lived. Tom Selleck's Jack Elliott, top of the list, amazing swing, Best mustache in the world. Chest hair for days, baby. Lots of power. Love me some Jack Elliott. Not to mention his little Magnum P.I. reference at the end of the movie, because at the end of the movie, what team was Jack Elliott a coach for? He was the hitting coach for the Detroit Tigers. That's right. Listen, I, I feel like Tom, if you were to draw up a 1980s baseball player, like what they looked like, you just would draw Tom Selleck. Like he, <laughs> it was perfect casting. So, all right, look, wait, let's, let's do this. So we've, we've talked through some of these. All right, I have a list here in front of me. I'm gonna to try to I'm gonna to try to rank them the way I think you would rank them. You tell me if I if I did this right or not. I'm I'm, I'm gonna name five baseball movies. I'm gonna rank them in how I think Cody Decker would rank them, and then you tell me where, where I made a mistake or not. All right. Fair. I'm gonna go, and well, we haven't talked about one of these, but I, I'm gonna throw this in the mix. I'm gonna put five five through one. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. Moneyball, Little Big League, Major League, Bull Durham, A League of Their Own. Where did I make a mistake? You left the natural off the list, and the okay. natural will be at the very top at number one. Did you like uh, either? 
I love A League of Their Own. I think A League of Their Own is one of those kind of underappreciated baseball movies. I feel like it was a lot more popular as recently as 10 years ago, but I'm looking forward to a new resurgence of people getting to know A League of Their Own because Amazon just greenlit a series. Uh, one of the writer, one of the stars from Broad City is actually running a new A League of Their Own series for Amazon. I just helped train all the actresses uh, in baseball for the film. So I'm looking really, really forward to seeing that. I love A League of Their Own. Your list is very, 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 very good. And there is one that you threw on there that has been on my top five list. Little Big League is an amazingly great baseball movie to the point where of all those baseball movies of the mid 90s where everything was, hey, let's put a little kid in a, in a major sports franchise. Hey, little kid owns the little kid owns the Lions. A little kid manages the Twins. It actually worked. It was my favorite of the of that crappy genre. I loved that movie. Timothy Busfield, by the way, could swing the bat a little bit. Yes, that, I thought the movie was good. How about Griffey? I thought they had the real players in there, like Randy Johnson coming in relief in the in the wild card game or whatever the heck that was, the tiebreaker Wall game. Wally Joyner made a sliding catch in a random game in August. Like it was just like got everybody they could find. It was awesome. Mike Blowers in there. I felt for Lou Collins at the end when the Twins can't win that game. And I, you know what? I actually liked that it wasn't a happy ending. Like it was like yeah. they didn't win. That the the Mariners beat him. Griffey made the catch. I I thought it was. It was so different than every other movie. Yeah, Little Big League is a good movie. I, I'm glad we talked about Little Big League today. I don't think enough people talk about Little Big League because everyone always wants to talk about Rookie of the Year. And yes, I love me some Gary Busey. I love me some mustache Chet Stedman. But at the end of the day, if I have my choice between Chet Stedman and uh, and Lou Collins, I'm going Lou Collins all day, baby. Yeah, Lou Collins was a star. Who's the first baseman in baseball now that most reminds you of Lou Collins? Votto? Oh, Joey Votto. Votto. He is yeah. Joey Vaughn. And before that, I would have said Justin Morneau. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, the Twins jersey brings that one out. On the other side, let me talk some college football. Top 25 came out yesterday. How does it affect the betting market? Overs, unders, win totals. Seth Galina, pro football focus. He knows everything college football. He's going to break it all down for us. Joe Gillio, Cody Decker. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, right here on the BetQL Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.